Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is the host of the podcast, The Booney Breakdown. Miss Booney, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I've been wanting to do this for a while. We all, Our schedules has always been conflicting and we both had things to do, but it's glad, it's good that we finally got a chance to link up. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. Now, just I wanted to first of all, how did you come up with the podcast, The Booney Breakdown? So it actually started like maybe eight years ago on Twitter as like a Twitter chat I used to do called Booney's Ratchet Hour. And I did it every day, maybe for like two years. And then I just stopped and People were like, oh, you should bring it back. You should do this. And then I took a hiatus and was blogging. And I didn't really, that wasn't my steez. So then somebody was like, you should do a podcast. And I was like, huh? And so I just ordered a microphone and dropped this shit on SoundCloud. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the rest is history, I guess, as they say. Was you was you nervous about doing it? I was because I don't um with the Twitter chat, it was easy. Like it was no video, no faces, no names. So it was wild. It was fun. Everybody had a good time with it, even though we were typing. Um, so then it was one, like, how would this translate? And then two, putting my face to it and my name to it. Um, so I still don't really use my real name. I use my alias, but, um, like everybody knows me as Booney. <laughs> <laughs> You you make it a point to balance. It's weird, or you 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 balance. You say ratchet and responsible. Responsible I, and I ratchet. Want, yeah, responsible and ratchet. I want you to describe that in your own words. Um. So it's like everybody, everybody has a little ratchet in them, right? But for me, it's kind of like. I'm a responsible functioning adult because I have a roof over my head and I pay my bills and shit, but I like ratchet television. I don't know. Um, I got goals. Like I'm trying to get my money up. I got a job, but I still fuck with trap music. So it's kind of the balance of, I am a functioning adult. So I have to do real responsible stuff. But you gotta let that ratchet come through every now and then too. <laughs> I've had a chance to listen to a couple of the episodes. Um, I wanted to talk one that really stood out to me. You had an episode. I know it was your mom, and I think it was either her best friend or her sister. I want you to correct me. Her best friend. I listened to that. I was like, whoa, that was. <laughs> was really interesting how did how did you convince your mother to do that podcast Uh, the fact that she would be so open with you that was what was interesting I think like my mom has always been that way so growing up my entire life um my mom has never held back which I appreciate and I think it's helped molded me into who I am But honestly, I did not have to convince my mom and her best friend called me on the phone on (laughs) three-way and said that they wanted to do an episode of the podcast because they wanted to rep for the 
the the older ratchet people, <laughs> the retired ratchets. <laughs> that's what they call themselves, the retired ratchets. So I did not have to do any convincing. They actually pitched themselves to me. <laughs> Initially, how'd you feel about it? I was cool because my mom had done an episode before and it was more responsible, like, ooh, a kumbaya type shit. But um, it's when they pitched it, I was like, oh, let's do it. Like, absolutely. It wasn't even a thought. Like, all right, well, we're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Did anything they say coach catch you off guard? Um, no, I was, I will say like, I was shocked at how much they felt comfortable with sharing. Um, but like I said, like my mom, not that she told me all her business, but my mom has been very transparent about, you know, her life and, um, like, I think we, we have trouble sometimes. And I've said, I think I said this on the podcast where we see these, you know, our parents as our parents, like that's my mother, that's my father, but we forget that they're humans too, right? Like my mother yeah. is a woman, like she has a life as a woman. She has a life outside of being my mom. And so it was cool for her to share that shit. Like I, if I ever have children, I would hope to have the same type of open relationship that my mom has with me. Yeah, I, like I said, I listened to it and I was like, wow. I mean, like, I, I don't want to paint this picture that your mother was talking crazy. It was just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, but I get what you're saying. It's like yeah, most, yeah. most people's parents aren't out here like, girl, back in the day, we used to bust up <laughs> that. Like, you know, so I get it. What, so you you grew up in, um, you grew up in Baltimore, correct? Yes, yeah, so that's Baltimore. I like, what would, how would you say Baltimore has shaped your perception of life? Ooh. I feel like, you know, everybody always say, like, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. But I kind of feel like that's true about Baltimore, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like we we have such an amazing city and it gets a bad rap um, on, na- on the national scene a lot. But I feel like if you can make it here, we're like very special. We protect our city. You can't talk shit about my city, but I can talk shit about my city, right? Um, and I'm thankful that I grew up here, um, and the opportunities it afforded me. I've talked about on my own podcast, like I've kind of straddled some duality in Baltimore, um, where I grew up in West Baltimore, like right at North and Pulaski, but I went to private school. Right. And so I kind of got to see both sides of Baltimore, and I feel like that has shaped me in more ways than I could ever imagine. What What do you think that What do you think the biggest misconception is about Baltimore? But I think everybody just thinks it's like this dirty, crime-ridden, rundown city. And yes, there are parts of Baltimore that have been neglected, um, but that's just not that's not the totality of the city, right? Like there are very beautiful parts of Baltimore and the same thing with the people is so much creativity and it's so much brilliance here in the city that if some people were just given the chance and opportunity they would blow people's minds hmm. if because you've grown have you because you've been there could you imagine living somewhere else you know I, I, I struggle with that because I've tried, 
I made this realization recently that I have traveled far in far places from Baltimore, Africa, Dubai, all these amazing places. But for the bulk of my life outside of college, I've lived in the same five mile radius, which is kind of amazing to say. So even with with college? I said outside of college. I didn't say Oh, 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 okay. 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 Um, But like outside of those four years, I've lived in pretty much the same five mile radius. And I don't know. I think about that. I'm not opposed to going somewhere else. Do I want to at the moment? Not really. I I really don't have a (laughs) desire to. But, you know, whenever it's safe to travel again, I have no problem grabbing my passport or booking a Southwest flight and going to wherever the fuck I want to go. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if I will ever live somewhere else. I don't know. You've had, you're speaking of being out and about you, you actually do live podcasts. That's something that I haven't had the opportunity to do. Um, what, what is something that your listeners could could expect at a live podcast? Ooh, each live show is very different. Um, I'm sad because of COVID, we weren't able to do any live shows this year. I was planning to do, where was I planning? New York, Houston, and DC, I believe. Um, Yeah, each show is different and it requires a massive amount of (laughs) audience participation. Um, You never know, you might get some twerking, you might see some titties. I I don't know, like, it just, I really, I really feed off of the energy of my guests and the energy of the audience. So the more open and um, I'm going to say not shy people in the audience, then the better the show. The better the experience. It's an experience. Would you say your your podcast is more for women or, or do you get men listeners as well? Um, my, my primary audience is black women. I do think there's some value there for black men to listen. So I do have men that listen, but really the bulk of my audience is black women. Okay. Does that, does that, when you started the podcast, was that the intention to aim mostly for women? You know, when I started, I had no goals and intentions. (laughs) I just started. Um, but I think now, like, yeah, I, I want to serve black women in particular people who look like me. Um, but I do think it's value. Like, even though like I did an episode on periods and like fertility, like, even though you would think, listen to that and think like, oh, this is, I'm not a woman. I'm not going to listen to this. Like it was still valuable information in there. Like if you're a heterosexual man and you have relations with women that was a valuable episode for you to listen to if you have daughters that was a valuable episode for you to listen to so just because it may not interest you you still can learn something even if you're a guy i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about something that you probably may be surprised or maybe not but listening to your podcast and following your page i see that you are a huge rihanna fan yes do you think her music career is over no no I don't. I think she'll get to it eventually. I just feel like it's not a priority anymore. I don't think it's over. 
but it's definitely not a priority. <laughs> when is the last time I don't? So I'm not a big. I'm not okay. So I'm not a big Rihanna fan musically, but I love what she's doing on the business side. When is the last time she had an album? January of 2015. Oh yeah, she done. I don't think she's, she's done. done. We, I mean, we've seen her recording. She's posted teasers that she's been in the studio. Um, so she's she's making music now. When she'll release it. I don't think she's done. I think she might do one more album and say this might be my swan song, but I still think she well, we're gonna get one album, at least one album from her. Mm. I like I said, I'm not a big fan musically, but just looking at the traje- trajectory of where her life is, nah, I think her career over musically. I don't think so. Mm. I listened to the last, I think this was the last episode you did. Um, it was a solo one. Was that the last one you released? I dropped one this morning, but yes, that was the last one. <laughs> okay. You had you had a lot of interesting things and I wanted to touch on a, a couple of them. Okay. Um, first, you talked about, one of the things you talked about that caught my interest was family. Um, you mentioned that you wasn't sure that you wanted to have kids. Do you feel like there's a lot of pressure on women to have kids? I think so, just because people feel like that's what you should do. Like, you, you're supposed to grow up and get married and have children. Why? Like, fuck them children. Like, I, I, I don't know if I want them or not. Like, and it's not shitting on anybody who chose to have children, but I think you could still have a fulfilling life without children as well. Um, and people be just minding their business too much. Like when you gonna have kids, when you have a baby, I don't know. I don't want them. And it's so funny when you say that to people, when you, you are bold and, you know, bold enough to say, I don't want children is your response back to people. The look on their face is like, (gasps) like you said something so wrong, but it's like, not everybody wants to have children. Does it bother you when people keep asking you? No. <laughs> like what you were like I'm not worried about it what you worried about it for <laughs> cuz it, it I mean I I guess cuz I mean of course I'm not a woman but it just seemed like it would be um it seemed like it would be a lot just because society tells you like you have to have children you have to do this you have to do that like you just touched on a lot of things even the marriage you was like I'm not sure that I want to get married yeah, I don't know if I want to do that either. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's not that I, it's not that I'm saying I'm not and I'm never. It's just that for me, it's never been on a list of goals. Like, oh, I'm going to go to college and get my degree. I'm going to start this podcast and I want it to grow X, Y, Z. Like marriage and children have never been on a goal list of mine. If they happen, mm. they happen. If they don't, they don't. <laughs> I'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, and I think that I, fucks I people tell. up because people are just like, oh, "You're so you're supposed to want these things. You you're supposed to want these things." Well, I, you know, I really don't. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. And at any point, change. did you ever feel? At any point, did you ever feel like? Did you question why you felt that way? Oh yeah, I talked this out in therapy. <laughs> 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 yeah, because I mean, you at some point, you for a minute, you felt like something. Is something is something wrong with me? because I don't want these things that everyone wants, that everybody tells you you're supposed to have. So it's gotta be something wrong with me, right? Because I don't want these things and I'm not chasing after these things. So 
And especially you see all those fucking memes where it's like, if she's 30 something and she don't have no kids, what's wrong with her? Like, why is it gotta be something wrong? Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie, I've been guilty of that. Yeah, like it's always like, oh, her pussy trash. Oh, uh, she crazy. <laughs> like it's always something wrong with the woman. Not just saying, no, I have chosen, made the choice that I do not want these little creatures in my life. <laughs> but you said you open to it though. Yeah, I mean, it might change. I mean, it's a very small window now with my age. Like, I don't see <laughs> It's a very small window for this to creep in, but, you know. But at a certain age, the, 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 the discussion is closed. Like, there, there is no option anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Unless yeah. it's um, I meet somebody who already has children and I become a bonus mom. Okay. But me birthing children at a certain age, that that's off the table for me. How long did it take you to get comfortable with, with telling people how you really felt? Um, I'm going to say once I, like, after, I think I was always comfortable with it, but I think people's reactions when I was telling made me feel like it's something wrong. So once I just got over that, I mean, that didn't take too long to get over it. Like, okay, that's them. That's not me. Um, yeah, so not too long. <laughs> Another thing that really stood out doing when you on that episode was um you said you're not you're not happy with work. Oh, uh, it's not that I'm not happy. It's like my job doesn't my job is what I do. It doesn't define who I am. Mm. So it doesn't it doesn't really weigh in my value structure of like what makes me happy. So I go to work because that's how I need to make money. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I, think a, yeah. I think a lot of us in that situation. It was just, I don't even know if I want to say, I don't want to say refreshing because some people are honest about it, but just to hear you say it like, yeah, it's just, it's just what I do. I pay the, it pays the bills. Like, I just thought it was good <laughs> to hear somebody no, I, just to no, hear I somebody you, be honest about it. Yeah, because I think we just put too much, like, it, I mean, they, my check is there every two weeks. I show up and do what I need to do, and we good. Now, make no, like, let me make sure the record straight. Now, if I have been in jobs that have been fucking terrible, I'm not the type, I'm not going to sit someplace where I'm toxic and I'm unhappy. So I've been at jobs where, oh, I was there six months, this shit is trash, I'm on to the next one. I'm not somebody who's just going to sit there and take some bullshit now. So if a job is causing me uh, stress or it's toxic or the manager's trash, then I'm on to the next one. I owe, I have no loyalty to these jobs. <laughs> like, okay, well, we get another one. Yeah, and I think people get stuck like, oh, no, I, I got to work it out or that you should just be blessed to be, or you should be blessed to have a check. Fuck that. Go get something else. Like, I'm not saying sit there and be unhappy, but it, it doesn't really measure in my, who makes me who, like my job makes me who I am. No, I don't care. Like, is my check there? Have you, have, have you ever, has it ever made you feel a certain type of way? Like, man, at this age, I'm doing something that I really don't like is just providing a check. Yeah, I think um, I do stuff that's interesting to me too. So I've, I have, um, I changed 
um, jobs fairly often because after I learned all I learned from it, it was new to me. It was interesting. And now I'm done with it. Then I go, I look for the next, the next adventure, I guess I'll say. So, um, yeah, I get, I get the skill sets and I soak up as much knowledge as I can while I'm there. But, um, yes, it has to be interesting to me. I I guess that's the difference. It doesn't necessarily have to be fulfilling, but it has to be interesting. So what, what are you interested in? What, like, what are you passionate about? Oh God. Um, see, I can still fulfill. I think that's the problem. Like I can still meet my passions, which I do because I love mentoring young girls. So I do that too. Um, so that's a passion of mine. I don't get paid for that. Mm-hmm. I don't need to get paid for it. Um, so yeah, I don't, <laughs> I guess I, I, I think we get tied up into this thing that you have to get paid for your passion, right? Um, I enjoy doing my podcast. Okay. I make a little coin on it. It's not at a point where I can quit my job and it's sustaining me. <laughs> right, right. Right. But you know, it, it's a passion. It's for, that's fulfilling to me. So I feel like sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves to find this career and this job that is going to pay a lot of money and fulfill your passions and keep you interested. And that just might not be the case for everybody. Like I, I always, like I, I respect people who are like, um, I've always wanted to be a lawyer. So they grew up and went to law school and now they're practicing lawyer and they're so fulfilled and so happy. I, that's great. I love people who can fulfill their dreams like that, but I've just never been, that's just never been me. And I think I, I'm I've okay with that. Talk about, I've never I heard don't. you talk about I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I said, I've never heard you talk about the mentor. How did you get uh, into that? Um, really through my, um, well, I started before, but mostly through my sorority. Um, so yeah, I, I, you see, that's the one thing, you know, I feel like I share a lot, but I don't share a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People think they know me, but they don't know me. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So right now that's like the main, um, my main outlet. And then some of the girls who, you know, have graduated now they're, you know, they're women now. They're not girls anymore. Um, so I still keep in touch with a few of them and mentor them. You know, they're in their 20s and starting their careers. So that's fulfilling. That's dope. I don't have to get paid for that. How, how important do you think mentoring is? Because I don't think we talk about that enough. Yeah, I, you know, I wish... Um, you know, I don't really think I had a mentor until fairly recently. Um, so I do wish I had, you know, someone outside of my family who I could use as a guide and reach out to and help me navigate things. Because um, it's like, even even though I was close with my mom, it's still something different about having a mentor. Um and so I, I do agree. Like when I get messages from my mentees, like, oh my God, um, you know, I just got this uh, an interview for my master's program. Can I use you as a reference? Like, yes, of course. <laughs> put, my, put my name and number down. Um, so stuff like that is so amazing and helping people figure out their paths. And like, I don't have all the answers, right? But to help, 
you know, someone who's 21, 22, kind of avoid some of the mistakes that I made at 21 and 22 to set them up to be in a better position. Like that shit is bomb. Yeah, it really is. It's it, I'm, the, the fact that you mentioned parents, I think that is a, that is a big deal because sometimes you just need a different voice because yeah. you know your parents tell you stuff so much. It kind of, yeah, you're just like, okay, mom, like, all right. But um, yeah, when it's somebody else, <laughs> it's just like a psychological thing. You you tend to listen more. <laughs> yeah. Sad, but true. Yeah. <laughs> would you, I would you, at this point in your life, would you say that you're actually happy with where you are? I am. Um, it's always room for improvement and things that you can look back and say, um, damn, I wish I did that differently, right? Because hindsight is twenty twenty. But yeah, you know, I feel good about where I am. And I feel like I'm in a good place to be in a better position in the next five years. What does that look like? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that is the question. Like, I dread that question on interviews. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? I have absolutely no idea. And I want I wasn't gonna ask you, but it was like you said it, so I was like, okay, maybe she, because I know I don't know I'm gonna be in five years, so I try not to ask that question, but I've asked it before. But it's like, yeah, you have like a list of things, and then like I feel like sometimes too we have to be very discerning about what we share uh, with people. Mm-hmm. Like you want to put it out into the universe so it comes to you and you can work towards those goals. But sometimes you, you can't share everything with everybody, right? Um, so I do have like a um, a few things that I would like to check off, right? Okay. So I write them down and I don't say forget about it, but I write it down so I know that it's real and that's what I want to work on. Um, and then hopefully my actions align and and I, I get to that place. Would you consider yourself a good planner? What you mean? <laughs> just like um, just planning things, like the future, charting things down, setting goals. I don't know, cause I'm really weird. Like my friends will say, like, like I won't, like I'm not like a. What's, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, but I'm not rigid with my goals. But once I make my mind up that that's what I'm gonna do, then that's what I'm gonna do. Um, so yeah, I feel like at that moment where I decide that this is for a for real goal, <laughs> then it's no stopping me. I'm going to get it done. <laughs> going to get it done. It's I always find that fascinating just because honestly, um, that's one of the biggest things I need work on. Just like planning and writing things down and moving forward with a plan. That's like one of the hardest things for me. So that's why I'm always interested to see like who, people who are strong on that or people who need work in it. Yeah, I'm not one of the people who's like, okay, in seven months, I will blah, blah, blah. And by 2022, like, I don't do that rigid, but I'll just say like, this is what I want. Um, I think right now, the only thing I'm being super rigid with are my financial goals because I have to. Um <laughs> Because, like, otherwise, it's like, oh, yeah, I want to buy that. I'm going to keep buying this and not save and do what I want my money to do. So, which is, it, this is different for me because I'm I'm usually not that rigid. So, this has been hard. And I've 
proud of myself for sticking to this timeline and goals. Um, shout out to COVID because without that, I would not have done any of this. So, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, and, and that was the one thing I was uh, I will say too, like about this year in particular, that I recognize that this has been a very hard year on all of us, and for some people, you know, even harder losing jobs, losing losing loved ones. Um, but for me, this has been a good year to pause and get some stuff aligned um, because there's it's been nothing else to do, <laughs> nowhere to go. And so I've been just using this time to kind of get some things straight, which I've been appreciative of. It's, you know what? It's good to hear somebody say that this wasn't a terrible year. Like, I mean, I get it. COVID has been pretty rough, but somebody yeah, got to be having a decent year. Yeah, <laughs> like it hasn't been the ideal year, right? We all had plans. Like I was supposed to go here and do this. And like I said, I was supposed to have three live shows that's, that aren't happening. Um, So yeah, we all had plans that were canceled, but when I look back, like nobody, you know, close to me and my family, thank God, you know, succumbed to COVID. No one caught COVID. No one lost their job. Like no one's been homeless. No one's thinking about how they're going to pay the rent or the mortgage. So that's a win when you, (laughs) right? That's a win. Where do you, where, once, you know, things are starting to clear up a little bit, and moving into 2021 and beyond, where are you trying to take the podcast? You know, definitely want to keep growing the audience. Um, I've been kind of thinking about are there things that, because I've switched up before, um, like a few seasons ago. So is there anything that I want to change? Um, definitely, I don't know what how comfortable I would be um traveling and or hosting things yet Mm -hmm. um but maybe I might have to finally figure out a way to make my live show work digitally even though I just can't see it right now um so yeah I think those are all my things like am I going back to doing live events are we gonna have to do a digital shift for a moment um, but I think those are all like the pending questions in my mind, but the biggest thing right now is just keep getting the word out about the podcast and keep spreading the word. Okay. Now I'm going to close with something that you normally do. You do the, <laughs> <laughs> you do the uh, marry, I think it's marry, sex and kill. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. So here's your three, so three, your three choices, marry, sex and kill. Um, Idris Alba. Dwayne Wade when he was on Different World and Javante Tank Davis. <laughs> You're so polite. It, like I'm like, fuck Mary Kill. Um uh you said Idris, Dwayne Wayne, and Tank. Well, Tank, Tank beats Davis. women, so he can he can die. Um <laughs> uh, I'm gonna marry Idris. And I guess we're going to have to do it with Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this, it's, been a, it's been an honor to finally get you on the podcast. I truly thank you for doing this. <laughs> of course. Thank you for having me. Like, you uh, made me think a little bit. <laughs> hey, that's the goal. That's the goal to make you at least come to have a little bit of thought process doing this. <laughs> 
I wanted to tell the people how they can um, follow you in the podcast. Yeah. So um, first of all, thank you again for having me on the po- your podcast. This was fun. And you can find the Boonie Breakdown podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you listen to podcasts on. If you forgot all of that, you can simply just go to thebooniebreakdown.com. You can find all the ways to subscribe and connect there. We're also on Instagram. We have a lot of fun on Instagram, especially on Wednesdays. We do Would You Rather Wednesday. So you can follow us at the Boonie, B-O-O-N-I-E, Breakdown. Um, it's all one word over on Instagram. All right. I want to take this time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. And you can also follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. Again, thank you for listening and your support. Y'all have a great day.